from New Christian Life Church, located at 3945 Old Boynton Road, Boynton Beach, Florida, 7828, where the pastors are Richard and Emma Butler. Heavenly Father, we come before you. We thank you for you are an awesome God. You are a wonder-working God. You are a God of miracles. All power is in your hands, O oh God. We thank you today, O oh God, because we know with you all things are possible, O oh God. We thank you that we serve a God who reigns and who rule on high from everlasting to everlasting. There is no beginning in you and there is no end in you, O oh God. We thank you for you are the God that healed thee. And we thank you that you sent your word. You healed all our diseases. You are the God, our supplier. You are our source today, O oh God. You are the one we run into and are safe, O oh God. You are a shelter for us, O oh God. You are a strong tower, O oh God. You hide us under your pavilion, O oh God. You are merciful and mighty, O oh God. Your mercies, they are every morning oh god you're full of love oh god and we thank you today oh god you are holy today oh god and there is no other god but you you are the one and only true and living god and we say thank you today oh god you are gracious oh god thank you lord we love you we praise you we magnify your name by your name jesus every knee will bow and every tongue will confess you are lord you are the one who sits on high oh god you are the one in authority today oh god and we say thank you that you are in us you are with us you lead us you guide us and you direct us thank you holy spirit thank you jesus for giving up your life for us thank you jesus that you give up your home in the heavens of heavens and you came down wrapped in flesh to live with us to breathe with us to feel every feeling oh god that we will feel that's why you could say in your word you are touched with the very feelings of of our infirmity, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. That didn't think about it. That you went to the slam, that to the that like a lamb to the slaughter for us. You never said a mumbling word, Jesus. I said thank you today, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being our guide. Thank you for Holy Spirit. You are our counselor, our teacher, oh God. Thank you, God, that you're always with us, oh God. I say thank you tonight. Heavenly Father, and I thank you tonight for the ability to come before your people. I thank you, O oh God, and I count it an 
honor, O oh God. Father, and I thank you today for your word. I thank you without your word, we would be lost sheep. But I thank you for your word. I thank you, O oh God, today. As even as I go forth, Lord, I thank you that I decrease so that your spirit might increase in me, O oh God. Open our ears to hear, our mind to understand, our heart to receive, O oh God, what you have for us today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, since it's just a few of us, I go back to my topic. It's a teachable heart. That's my topic. And last week I started in Revelation chapter 2, verse 23, where God says, I am he who searches the mind and the hearts. And in Strong's Concordance, number 2588, the word for heart, heart is cardia, C-K-A-R-D-I, and it comes from a root word meaning to quiver or to palpitate, and we know that's what the heart does, as it pumps its blood. And we, from that word we get the heart, which is the center of our physical life, the seat of our personal life, both personal, both physical and spiritual and the heart is the center of one's personality. It's the seat of one's entire mental and moral activity, containing both rational and emotional elements. So your heart, just as it's in the physical, it's in the spiritual. It's like the main organ of your spiritual life. Remember the, the scripture before saying, that God searches the mind and the heart of his people. And that we know too also that the Holy Spirit lives in our heart. And the Holy Spirit came to do a work in us from the inside out. Man sees us out and they don't know what's inside of us. So it's easy for man to judge it's so easy to, for man to come up with ideas. Well, this looks like this, so that looks like that. But it's only God who sees the hearts. He knows the inside of us. And when the Holy Spirit comes to live in us, it's in, in our heart. And the Holy Spirit changes our heart from, from inside out. And that's when we be has that teachable heart. And we're going back now to... To Psalms 37 4 it says delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give thee the desire of thine heart and what's in your heart another translation uh, another one heart in strong concordance is another translation 30 number 3820 and it means L-E-B and it's pronounced L-E-H-V and I said I wasn't even trying Heart is your intellect, your awareness, your mind, the inner person, your inner thoughts, your inner feelings, and your inner self. And both heart in English and Hebrew is encompasses both your physical organ and your person's inner yearning. So sometimes people will say, well, I get so upset. And when certain things happen and I, and, I, and I end up saying something, you know, that I didn't mean to. 
But remember the word of God. It says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So if it's good in our heart, good comes forth. If there's love in your heart, it comes forth. If there's peace in your heart, then automatically you become a peacemaker. So whatever is in your heart, if you have a teachable heart, that's what's going to come forth. Amen? Okay. So today we want to go to Mark chapter 12, verse 29. Starting at verse 28b. <coughs> And in the book of Mark, where I'm starting here, we're talking about all those people who come against Jesus. All the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the, everyone of them that tried to pull Jesus down. They came to him asking him questions. Why this? What's this about? What's that about? Because they always plan, they, they're always doing this so that they could discredit the things that he was teaching. So, it starts at verse 28b. I start in the question. They came to him, having heard him reasoning together, and perceiving that he had answered them all, they asked, Which is the first commandment of all? And Jesus answered, The first commandment of all, the commandment is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one God. One God. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and all thy soul, all thy mind, all thy strength. This is the first commandment. So now we have to learn what that, uh, with, where this coming with a teachable heart. In order to have a teachable heart, the first thing he's saying, he said, love the Lord our God. Is We should love the Lord our God because he is one God. And that tells me immediately, in order to have a teachable heart, we ought to know how to worship. We need to know how to worship. A true worshiper, nobody have to teach them to worship. Because if we are true worshippers, automati automatically, that's in our heart. We know there is only one God. Who is that God? He's the almighty God. He's the all-powerful. He is the God of all wonders. He's wonderful. He's a mighty God. He's counselor. Like yesterday, Minister Joyce said, he's the God of wonders. I never thought of it like that. But that's who he is. He's a God of wonders. Things he would do, there is no way we could ever come up with those things. He's a God of wonder. And a person with a teachable heart will love the Lord and know that he is one God. There is no other God but our God. Other gods compare, they make out the other gods. They are idols. They made them with hands, made out of materials that the God we know created. 
they they come up with many plans and they and they come up with many rules their religion and what religion is is man trying to reach God but we have the true and living God and he is trying to reach us he has a plan for us and he's trying to reach us but religion is man trying to make a God to reach God silly sometimes I say it's silly but then I tell myself they don't know better what to them who don't know better but that's when we come in our light should shine remember last week we talked about that scripture where it said that we don't light a lamp and put it under the bushel because if we have a teachable heart when the Holy Spirit speaks to us we move we obey and we walk in accordance with what the Holy Spirit is saying to us so that others will see the light that is in us and we'll be, we will be reflectors of Christ not ourselves and to have a teachable heart, one of the first things we ought to be is humble. Humble. Being a humble spirit, a spirit willing to be taught. That, you know, we don't know all or everything about this God. But we have a part of him in us, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is there. Isn't he our teacher? Isn't he the counselor leading you? Let's go. This is how you should go. This is what you must you should say. But in everything, I find it so funny that it says, Here, 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 here. The word of God, they keep telling us, Here, here. And there's a reason why we need to hear, because we don't know it all. But we have a Holy Spirit in us that is talking to us. If we have a teachable heart, we should be willing to hear. And it takes a humble spirit so he'll stop and say, okay, now my will, God, I'll do. I'll listen to your voice. Amen? So that's one of the first things we ought to do. We have to have a heart a willing to, be, to know the God that we serve so that we can learn from him. And when we have a teachable heart, you know, and we hear from God, what we're doing is then we're positioning ourselves to receive wisdom from God and from others that is being led by the Spirit. That's what it is. Positioning yourself to hear from God, to get wisdom from God, and wisdom from others who are well versed in something that we mightn't be versed in. There are topics that I need a lot of help in. And then I would listen to somebody else just talk about it, and it comes like, Wow, they're just flowing in it. So I have to be willing to say, Lord, let me open my ears to hear so that I could understand more, so that I'd be more effective in the, in the kingdom of God. Um, Jesus affirms a teachable heart, for he knows it has he knows that the person with a, a teachable heart has potential to learn and to understand the things of God. The spiritual things. Like yesterday, Minister Joy was saying, it's the, the prayer start with, Our Father who art in heaven. Hey, we, that is first thing. Worship our Father. Our Father. In order to get anything, we have to know our Father. We know the key to it in the, at the end of everything is asking in Jesus' name. But we need to know 
our Father. Our Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one. One God. One. We can't want to know, say we know the Son without knowing the Father. And there is no way we could know about the Son without the Holy Spirit. They work together in unity. It takes a teachable heart to understand this. You know, when I just became a Christian, I didn't know all these things. It, I had a process that I had to go through. I started with milk. And eventually, I graduated into solid food. And I'm not here, I'm here to say that I still do not know it all. But I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. Every time I open the word of God, I'm learning. I've l recently, this past couple months, have taught me one thing that I needed to learn for myself. I'm a person I'm quick to pray. I'm quick to pray. I quick. I would pray. I know the word of God. I know the scriptures, and I would pull out the meat from it, and I'm quick to pray. But I had a problem in waiting at the end of my prayer for God to talk. I had a real problem with that. But for the past two months, believe me, God put me in a situation and I had no other choice but to learn to wait on Him. Because I couldn't get it from anybody else. And that word came to me, here, 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 here. And I began hearing. And I, I, it doesn't matter where we are, the Holy Spirit in us is always talking. It doesn't. Some people think it's just because in church. No. You're going down the street, the Holy Spirit says, move off from this lane and go to that lane. You never know what was going on in ahead of you. Never know. Here, on our job, on our home, here. You know what hearing encompass? Say nothing. Stop talking. Stop talking. Stop talking. And I had to learn that one again. I thought I had that down pack. But sometimes when the, the situation, life happens, and so much things going on at the same time, you find yourself talking. But God wanted me to hush. Stay quiet. Open your ears. And it took me a while. And last week I had to, I, I was preparing and funny. There goes my voice. It went totally. But God brought me through because the enemy didn't want me to say this. God brought me through. I was squeaking, but it was okay. The people who were here, they received. Amen? So a teachable heart is positioning us to receive truth. A teachable heart is positioning us. In a place where we ask more questions than answers. Let me explain that. <laughs> I'm like, God, what are you telling me? The people in, in, the, in, the, in the Pharisees and all these people here, they were coming to Jesus. They were asking a lot of questions. But the questions they were asking was to trick Jesus. But Jesus said to them in verse 30, You shall love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all thy soul, with thy mind, with all your strength. This is the full commandment. And the second is like, namely this, 
thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. And the scribe said unto him, Well, master, thou hast said the truth. They knew it. They knew the truth, but they're always looking for something. For there is one God, and there is none other but he. And to love the him with all thy heart, and with all thy understanding, and with all thy strength, with all, and to love his, his neighbor as himself, is more than all the burnt offerings and sacrifices. So here what they're coming with. I know what you're telling me. You're telling me to love and to do all this. But is all that better than burnt offering and sacrifices? So they're asking the questions. They're asking the questions. But they're not willing to receive the answer for the questions. But as Christians, when we call to God, we ask him questions that we don't understand about the spiritual things. Rather than telling him, well, look, okay, a good example. Um, we could see pastor and mom, mother getting older. And we could be going to him. Father, God, hear what? You need to take them off the seat and put somebody else there. You need to do this and you, could, you need to do that. But that is not what God wants. He wants us in order to have a teachable heart. He wants us to say, Look, Father God, I see they're getting older. But I know it's in your hands. So show me, teach me, help me to see and to do what you want me to do. To help those that you have over us while you let your will be done. Not ask questions. Because you want a certain answer from God. God don't work like that. Not like these people. They were asking questions because they wanted to find Jesus in a fault. And it says a teachable heart recognizes truth when it comes knocking. If we have a teachable heart, when truth is wrong, you know it. It's like you have a weakness within yourself. When somebody speak, or some, even though some people come to speak a word over you. And when they start talking, you know in your spirit that is not of God. You know that you know that you know. They're not prophesying, they lie sign. That is a word, yes, I make it up. Because they do that. I want to come lay their hands on you. I want to declare da 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 da. You know when there's a man or woman of God. You know. That Holy Spirit instantly becomes aware and makes you aware of it. That's what I'm talking about. When you have a teachable heart, you recognize truth. And it, with, with a teachable heart, you invite truth in your heart. And because you could examine things, you could understand things, and you could apply the things that God is teaching you by your spirit. And you need a teachable heart. There is a rush of spirit, spiritual adrenaline when truth intersects with an open mind and heart. When the truth go forth and you know that truth is like a joy in you. You feel you could get up and run and know it. Everybody else telling you something else. 
but you know in your heart that is what the Holy Spirit telling you. And then somebody come up and say exactly what the Holy Spirit telling you. It's like, see, I know it. I know it was right. I know it was God. And it's like that. When you know that your Holy Spirit in you telling you something, you have a teachable heart. You need that teachable heart. With a teachable heart, remember I said, it's a sp- you need a spirit of humility. Well, pride comes to pull us away. But the thing about pride, pr- pride plateaus. It reached a, s- a stage where it plateau. So pride plateau at that scene where you feel I've learned enough. I can't learn no more. So in other words, you reach to that point in your life, everything plateau there. Pride, pride. And you said to yourself, hey, what? I'm not going to church because I know what everything. Oh, oh, she preaching today? I know more than she know today. I'm not going. If she preaching, I don't want to hear her because I had nothing to learn. Well, hey, what? If you have a teachable heart, that never happen because you're always ready and willing because God is always speaking and always teaching. And that's what God wants to do with us. When the Lord discovers someone who is teachable, he calls them wise. And I always think about Solomon. Solomon messed up. The word of God said, David, Paul in the book of Acts said that David has a, had a heart after God. David messed up. But what makes Solomon and David this list different? Why God called them after his own heart? Because they were always willing to learn. They recognized when they mess up, repented, and was willing to learn. The word of God said, David loved the law of God. He loved the law of God. But when he messed up, he humbled himself. He repented, but he never stopped loving the laws of God. He never stopped it. That's what it is. He loved the Lord, laws of God with all his heart, all his might. And that's because he had a teachable heart. Wisdom comes from God. Therefore, a teachable heart learns the way of God. And I started with that. We need to know God in order to have a teachable heart. The Holy Spirit facilitates a teachable heart as truth imply, apply, transform behavior and attitude. If you have a teachable heart, when truth comes, you know it. So when God speaks to you in truth by the Holy Spirit, you, you, because you want to do what's right. You love God. You love Him with your whole life. You want to do what's right. So guess what? You'll apply the things that God is teaching you to your life. That's what brings around change and gets rid of the attitude. The only attitude we should have is the attitude that I love you, God, respect regardless of what happened. I will trust you, God. I don't care what it looked like. I love you, and I'm going to love you with my whole heart constantly. 
in season out of season whether things go good whether it's bad whether it's looking like it's everything's coming my way or whether i have to fight an enemy to get to where you call me to be that's the attitude we should take and in saying we love god we should love our brothers as ourselves and that is the second part of it love your neighbors as yourself if we love god we say we love God. Love is a two-way street. We say we love God, then we'll do things that will show him we love him. And we do that by loving our brothers, our sisters, even the unlovable, even the beggar on the street. Love doesn't see color. The love don't see the Mercedes Benz. Love don't see the big house. Love don't see you sleeping on the side of the street, on the corner, in the park, homeless, no shoes. Love doesn't see that. Love just see what's in his, the heart of the person. That's love. Love is, love is me being willing if I walk down the street now and I see somebody in need of my sweater, I could take it off and give it to them without even thinking about it. That's love. And that's what God, gave Jesus, God Jesus did for us. That's love. That he went to that cross. Not because he did something wrong. Because he knew I would have needed him down the line. That's love. Love gives the best. You know, it's like you, we have kids. And we want to give our kids the best. And as Father God, he gave us his best, his son. So if we see a need, we ought to want to give the best. You know, I, I think about this. And I, 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 um, when the Bahamas had that storm, and, you know, Brother Robert came up and he said, if you have it, that touched me because, you know what, they're all brothers and sisters. We need to help. We have so much that we don't realize you know we we have never been in that situation if you haven't been on an island and see the poverty there you don't know but it touched me because i came from an island and when things happen these people still don't have anything i was looking at the news today and this couple the woman is pregnant she's expecting her baby and they're living in just the little tent that the people from up here don't need for them. They don't have, they don't have a stove. They don't have running water. The water right now they have there is only going to have be enough for a few months. These people have no, they, they, the rain falling. They just had a little tent, and that's what they're in. When I saw that today, I was like, what could I do to help? I'm like, I'm saying, Brother Robert, if you call that thing again, I still have stuff I could give. They need help. They need food. They need water. And we have everything here in abundance. In abundance. I'm looking at myself. One little person, and I had three closets with stuff. I could give away more. I could pull out half of the shoes in my closet, and guess what? I mightn't even miss it. 
these people have nothing. That kind of touched me today. And uh, that love makes you want to give. Love makes you want to reach out. That's what love does. Lo when we have a teachable heart, chain come from inside out and makes us like Christ. It's what in here that makes us like Christ. Not what we do in pride to get recognition. It's what we do from inside. That we really want to do it. Because you, feel, you know that's the right thing to do. And you have the Holy Spirit in you telling you, this is the way you should go. This is the way you should go. The changes that has made from inside out is being humble, being bold, being wise, being holy, being gracious, being faithful. That comes from a teachable heart. A teachable heart, and I, I, like, the one, I like faithfulness. Faithfulness comes from having a teachable heart. When you have, a, you have a teachable heart, you're there. Nobody have to tell you over and over and over. You're there. It comes natural to you. It comes natural. Sunday morning, it comes natural. Whether storm, whether rain, whether cold, it doesn't matter. It comes natural to you. That's something else that it, it becomes easy for you. Being an encourager, it comes natural to you to go to somebody and always have a word of encouragement. To share the hope that is in you with them. That's, being, that's having a teachable heart. Always being gracious. Always being kind. Being holy. The minister talked about that yesterday. Holiness. It comes from God. Because God is holy. And we ought to be holy. And being holy doesn't mean to say, like he said it yesterday, doesn't mean he wouldn't mess up. But because he knows what is right, and he's doing it because God told him to do it. And the Holy Spirit is leading and directing him. Being wise. Wisdom. There is the wisdom of the world and the wisdom of God. The wisdom of the world, if your brother slap you, slap him back. The wisdom of God is when your brother slap you, you turn the other cheek. Okay, brother. When he asks you for your for, for uh, your robe, you take your robe, your jacket, everything else, and give them. That's the wisdom of God. The wisdom of the world is just take it and run. So we need to have the wisdom. I always think about Solomon. And um, Solomon had this situation where these two mothers had babies around the same time when they were sleeping in the night one of the mothers slept on her baby and killed her baby so the next day was she when she read up in the, mor the morning she realized what she did she went to the other mother baby took the baby away from her put it on her bed and put the other baby the, the dead baby on the mother's bed so when the lady get up in the morning who here wouldn't know the baby we know our babies. We know there's always some little mark, something you know about it. 
she tell it. She when she realized, well, she said, but this is not my baby. So she went to the lady and said, that's my baby. This is your dead baby. And the lady, no, 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 that's not my baby. That's your baby. So they went to Solomon. And when they went to Solomon, Solomon being wise, he said, okay, you tell me what to do. So go tell him. Tell him, well, here's what. Since both of you can't figure it out, here's what we're going to do. Let's cut the baby in half. You take half and I take half. The one who baby died said, okay, okay, she's ready to do it. And Solomon said, well, you are not the mother of the baby. The one who was willing to say, okay, let her have the baby, she was the mother, of the real mother of the baby. We need to be wise like Solomon. Wisdom. He had wisdom from God. The transformation we have, it will be seen by others. Because you know what happens? Our life begun to reflect Christ. Everything we do will point to Christ. And we have good examples in pastor and mother. Pastor life have been an example of Christ. Mother's life has been an example of Christ. That's why so many people look up to them, me included. That's why people look up to them. They have people from near and far. Everywhere you, it doesn't matter where you go, somebody know Pastor Richard and Emma, Emma Butler. That's what it is. And I, we all should be striving to be the same way. We all should be striving to be the same way. To have a teachable heart. And by t having a teachable heart, we f elevate our honor to God. We elevate our worship to the Almighty God. Our, you know, the the the, the elders and the angels go is for the throne room of God, saying, "Holy, holy, holy, God, Lord God Almighty. All glory, all honor, all praise belong to you." So our honor should always go to God, not ourselves. The honor should go to God for everything that we do. Because everything we do comes from God. And all honor should go to Him. All glory should go to God. You know, um, a, a, a prideful spirit will say, I did it. I did it. I did it. But a person with a teachable heart will say, God did it. It wasn't me. It was God. And it's always God. It's always God. So tonight, in closing, I'm not going to go too long. In closing, I want you to I, I want to go to De Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 12 and 13. It says, Moses, in giving instruction to Joshua, he said, Gather the people together, men and women and children, and thy strangers that is within thy gate, that they may hear and they may learn, and the, fa the fear of, of, of your God. And to observe to do all the words of this law, and that their children, which have not known anything, may hear and learn to fear the Lord your God, 
as long as you live in the land whether you go over to Jordan to possess it. You hear in the word hear, learn, fear, and then teach. A teachable person with a teachable heart will be able to teach others. It's our job to teach our children, our grandchildren about the God that we know to be the one God. There is a lot of different information around about different gods and why they shouldn't go to church and why they, we, they, uh, we, they call us radical. But we're not radical. We're just observing to do all that God told us. From the beginning, from the book of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, to the book of Jude, even to today, the, through the books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the books of Acts, to today, today is the same God. One God. Like the minister saying yesterday, there is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing new. It's the same thing. So don't, you know, our kids want us to be, well, it's a new way of doing things. No, it's not no new way of doing things. If we, the, in, the, in the Old Testament, the Jewish people kept on the tradition. And they taught it to their children, their children, children, their children, children. It's when Jesus died, then the teaching came to us, the Jews, the Gentiles. We received it. It said, even to those in the uttermost part of the earth, it's our job to teach it. We need a teachable heart to understand so that we could be more effective in the kingdom of God. Amen.